Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who loves to reminisce about the early 2000s. It's Frank. How are you today? You don't know it's been in the early 2000s. You don't know me. <laughs> I definitely you know you, and it's definitely yeah. going to be about 2006 to 2000. Well, maybe something maybe. like that, right? Yeah, maybe, possibly. Hi, yeah. hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm excited to talk about uh, things and stuff while drinking beer. Uh, and speaking of beer, what beer are you drinking? I'm drinking not a beer, Frank, because um, truthfully, my father-in-law drank the last beer at my house. Mm. Um, he came over. He does like wow. Like, he's right retired. Bus. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, he does. He's very nice, and he does a lot of side projects for us. Like you know, like oh, this door needs to be painted, or the stairs, or you know, like all these all these things. Is he's he's handy that way. Sure. And so I pay him in beer and coffee and you know all these other things. And so grandchildren, um, grandchildren, right? And so and he, uh, I wasn't home, and he wanted me, so he gave one. So Mary gave him the basically my last one. Mm-hmm. So I would have been drinking a stout, but instead uh, I'm drinking Astro Blanco Tequila, which is the probably the exact Ooh. opposite of a stout. I yeah, would say. I would say so. Um, yeah, I would say it's the exact opposite of stout, nice. and it is delicious. Mm. Um, might I might I tell you that I enjoy it quite a bit, and I am glad that I'm drinking it. Um, mm. And so it's the, the actually the last of my tequila, so I'm going to have oh, to get. Okay, I, I'm going to have well, to get more. On a similar note, uh, uh, you know, I feel like this kind of goes along with tequila. I'm drinking a Mexican style lager. Oh, um, good for hey! Look at uh, us. Uh, also, the last uh, of mine. So mm, look at us. There we go. Making a last stand. Our our Mexican last stand. Frank, this is our remember the Alamo. If there ever was one, there but, you go. But from the other side. Yeah, which is fine. I'm okay with that. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. This is a Rising Tide Playa Bella Mexican style lager. I think I've had this on the show before. I totally. Think the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I've definitely had this tequila on the show before too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was um, so. Um, yeah. So that's probably not where our similarities are going to end tonight. No, probably not. No, I think <laughs> we're going to cross patterns a little bit. Little Absolutely, we're going to cross patterns a bit tonight. Frank, DC Studios, we talked about on our last episode, released, you know, their whole, like, a couple of their projects coming up. This is what we're, this is what we're doing and what we're thinking about. And, you know, and, and like, and so, and stuff like is like, you know, some of it's like a Waller and uh, the Amanda Waller kind of leading from the Suicide Squads to the, you know, to Peacemaker to now Waller. Um, there's Batman Brave and the Bold. There's Superman Legacy. There's all these different uh, booster gold swap thing, all these different shows. And so in, and, uh, 
James Gunn and Peter Safran said that's not like the, those are not the only things in their eight to ten year plan. That's like very early into what we're witnessing, basically into twenty twenty six. I think was mm-hmm. pretty much the extent of it. And so I was thinking, like they mentioned some sto- really specific stories, right? You know, you know, like uh, Grant Morrison's uh, run on Batman was a big influence. Um, uh, other things that I can't think of. Oh, uh, Supergirl, World of um, Woman of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you know, the, like so, things like that. So I was thinking like, all right, so what are some of the stories that we would like to see on screen? Big or small moments taken from like other versions of the DC universe, comics, TV, movies, like whatever. What are some of the things that we hope that like kind of stay like or, or they end up or they end up changing a bit? Um, so, uh, Frank, do you have one that? Oh, before I forget, this is actually what I, I want to say. Um, there, uh, this is unrelated, but I was thinking the other day that they talked about Superman Legacy and mm-hmm. Waller and the Authority as being, you know, these are the three stories. And Waller is kind of spinning. I would assume spinning out of the the Peacemaker show, which the Suicide Squad is kind of open and revealed to the world, and blah blah blah. And Superman Legacy is supposed to be about like Superman's old fashioned values in in new fashioned world right Mm -hmm. um so i was thinking that sounds like truth justice in the american way which is all about battling that which is all which is also kind of like the suicide squad's subversion of those ideas which i feel like leads directly into the authority and so like i was kind of thinking of like what is the 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 narrative thread that they're kind of putting between these things and i feel like it is old-fashioned super heroics against like like the new fashioned heroics and so like sure are we leading here's my thing are we leading to a kingdom come type of event not not necessarily in like the older crowd against the newer crowd but against these like two ideal uh, the the ideologies yes. of what it means to be a superhero clash of ideologies right which is yeah that, really that's not, a really cool yeah it's not really something that we've seen in comic book movies to a really huge extent like we've seen people questioning whether superheroes are worth the time or the effort or the taxpayers money and you know you have like civil war and stuff like that but we, you haven't really seen superheroes v superheroes in like the we believe that killing is right or we believe that this is a version of right and so on and so on and so on so i'm kind of excited about that yeah we haven't seen sort of superheroes qua superheroes if you will hmm. um um i don't know why i said that uh it just came came to mind yeah i i like that I, I the kingdom come idea is cool that was actually one of the things that i would have i would have brought up as like a um as something that would be cool to adapt. You know, I, a lot of the stories that I find that I think would be fun to adapt would be hard to fit into continuity, right? So, And it, they've, they've talked about doing Elseworlds mm-hmm. um, and how they're, they're branding certain things Elseworlds. So I think there's, there's room for a lot of fun stuff there. But as far as things that fit into the continuity or could, you know, be, be made to fit into the continuity, um, I feel as though we were talking about this on the last show, um, how they're going to start with... We're going to have Flashpoint. We're going to have some kind of a universe resetting event. And it seems like they're keeping, you know, we talked about that after, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths, for example, 
they were sort of selective about, okay, we're keeping this, we're going to toss that. We're keeping that, we're going to toss this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they're sort of, it seems like they're doing that with this. Like, there's going to be a new Superman, but it sounds like maybe they're going to keep Wonder Woman in the mix. Uh, the existing Wonder Woman, uh, maybe, uh, based on the way they phrase certain things. You could see it getting to a point where um, things start to get a little confused again within a few years, right? Mm-hmm. Where they start to uh, make some continuity, um, not mistakes, but, you know, some they, mm-hmm. they, they you, you know what I'm getting at. Where they, I do. They make things don't, choices that, things that don't exactly piece together the way that you think that they should. Exactly. You get, you get some sort of scope creep again mm-hmm. after a few years. And so what happens after Christ's on Infinite Earths, but Infinite Crisis? Oh, sure. Right? So what mm-hmm. if in a few years they have another, you know, universe resetting event where they get to bring back some of those characters um, and, and you know, save the multiverse again? That would be fun. Actually, you know, like I – one of the best parts about Infinite Crisis is the Alexander Luther Superboy Prime or Superman of Earth right. 2 team. So, like, how fun would that be if, like, the Superman of Earth 2 is, like, the Henry Cavill um, Superman? Yes. You know, yes. Yeah. And, and and what if he was like in the, you know, not to borrow too much from the Marvel playbook, but what if we saw, you know, post credit scenes for a few movies telling that story sort of play out in little vignettes, right? Like, oh, that would be fun. Of, like the Thanos, yeah. mm-hmm. the way the the Infinity Stones um, and, and Thanos stuff played out. Like, what if we saw Alexander Luther and, uh, and Superboy Prime and all that stuff happening at the at the post credit scenes of a few films building up to this sort of need to rejigger things. Yeah, I I would uh like that very much. I would through the I I wouldn't actually even mind that because that golden age superman is not necessarily a villain, right? You know, so No. And so and that's an important part of that story. So I like I wouldn't mm-hmm. even mind like Brandon Routh Superman being that version totally. of Superman or or even um Tyler Hoechlin's Superman being that totally, Superman. There's totally. like a lot yes. of different versions. There are no other Do ones that all. I would like to see though. No, no other living Superman that I want to see on the big screen get such <laughs> such <laughs> applause. Just those three. <laughs> we could have David Harewood as Cyborg Superman. Oh for whatever yeah. reason. <laughs> I'm the cyborg superman. No. no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> oh, good good memories. Oh man, good stuff. Um <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see Infinite Crisis. I think that would be that would be a blast. That would be a blast and a half, truly. Yeah. Um do you um are there other Superman stories that you think that are just like itching to be told like in Superman Legacy or do you feel like you've seen so many oh, of them yeah. play out on screen already? I actually don't feel like I've seen a lot of them play out in live action be i feel like we always sort of we we, we tend to go back to the lex luther well land uh, land frank land it's the only thing they're not making more of yeah like other superman um, villains like yeah, apparently like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice yeah nice uh yeah so like i would love to see a good brainiac story i would love to see a good uh, uh, honestly, a good Metallo story. Mm-hmm. I, I think that you know the Jeff Johns uh, run on Action Comics is one of my favorite favorite things uh, that I've ever read. I think the Brainiac story from that is a is a great mm-hmm. uh, is a great one. 
of course, that leads into the new Krypton thing, and I don't think that's really a thing they would want to do. But you know, that could be like an HBO series, New Krypton. Um, yeah, you know, a New Krypton. I, I truthfully, uh, there was a, there's a lot of about New Krypton that is interesting and that I like. Yes. And so there's some the, really good themes there that could fit into there. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole yeah. idea of what is Superman about and what is uh, the truth, justice, and yeah, do, do you remember? Um, do you remember going to Comic Con and going to one of the DC panels, and they talked about was it not War of the Supermen, but like whatever the War of New Krypton, whatever yeah, that yeah. thing was called, and they talked about it being all fought in like six minutes. Do you remember that? Because the whole yes. thing is supposed to happen at super speed, and I think like what, and that ex- didn't exactly play out in the the book by the time that they got there, but I really would love to see like something like that in the in a movie like done what yeah, yeah. how like, cool. what about a like a thing that happens in a very compressed timeline like a 6 minute story like Rashomon style like from every different character's point of view right mm-hmm. yep that would be very cool i would love to see that for me for superman i think a big of, a part of it is like is more about the characterization of superman like that i i Agreed. like and cuz like every Every live action film Superman, there's always just something about it that's like not quite right. You know, like um, Christopher Reeves is like immensely overpowered and does weird kissy things. And then like um, Brandon Routh is like this weird, like not deadbeat dad necessarily, but you know, like he's uh, an absentee father and he didn't know about it. And then like that's kind of like a weird thing on the character. And then, and then you have Henry Cavill's everything that happened in the directory of his story. And then, Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm like, I'm just kind of like looking for that, like the Superman I like recognize. That's really the most, that I'm most comfortable with. That's what I am. uh, That's what I'm hoping for. Two questions uh, concerning Superman. Do you think that you need Lex Luthor to tell a wholly complete Superman story in Metropolis, specifically in Metropolis? Cause and, uh, okay. That's good. Why? Why? Yeah. Uh, because there were there were there are great Superman stories that have nothing to do with Lex Luthor in Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see the the Metropolis cast of characters, you know, the Daily Planet cast of characters, built out a little bit more. Steve Lombard, Ron Troop, like all that, mm-hmm. um, that whole cast of characters. But um, no, you do not need Lex Luthor to tell a complete story. You need Superman and Lois, and that's really all you need. Um, I, I would love Jimmy and Perry and and all of them, but if you can't tell a Superman story, a good Superman story in Metropolis with those pieces on the board, maybe you're not a very good player. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I can get, I, I can agree with that. I have a friend that, uh, that thinks like to build the world properly, that Lex has to be there. Like he's a, like he's such a mainstay to the mythos that if you're reintroducing a Superman, then you also have to reintroduce a Lex Luthor. But I say that like man of steel is a great example of, a Superman story that it tells like a Superman story without Lex Luthor and that he is not present and that's okay. Um, and so that's one question. Second question. Do you think that the D- this new DCU should tip its hat at the like white crystal technology, the crystal technology of Superman, or should we go in a new direction that we haven't seen? Because like the crystals are, so permeate like they permeated the comic so much that they or the character so much they made it into the comic so like should they make it back into the movie yeah and and they made it into you know they made it into smallville they made it into the 
um, Superman and Lois show, like they're they're kind of um, all over. Um, they made it into uh, Krypton on Sci-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. I, right. I I rather like the crystals um, as an aesthetic. I wouldn't be, you know, I'm not as much a fan of uh, the sort of John Byrne look of Krypton or the Man of Steel uh, film version of Krypton. Visually, that's just not my aesthetic, but it's not bad, and I wouldn't be against it. It's just mm. not my preference, but that's that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I love I the like Man the of Steel. I love the Man of Steel Krypton, but I don't. But I I've seen that, so I am fine leaving that for the version that it is. Um, I would. Re- I think it would be cool to do to go back to the original sort of very Flash Gordony, but updated, not as hokey mm, and cheesy. But totally. Like, take the Flash Gordon aesthetic and put a twenty first century uh, 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 sensibility to it. Yeah, I would um, like that too. Classic yeah. sci fi. Classic yeah. sci fi. Yeah, and I, I think truthfully, I mean, like these, we talked about the same thing in the previous episode, I think, but um. Like a lot of these choices that they're making for like the stories that they're telling are like they're going full comic book. Like it's like a yeah, yeah. no holds bar comic book story. Like Batman, Batman Brave, uh, Batman Brave and the Bold with you know Damian Wayne and whatever else. Like to me that that just feels like. And if you're separating yourself out from the Batman and other character versions that have come before, that feels like you're going gray and blue. It feels like you're going Ninja mm-hmm. Man bats. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. like things, you know, like things like that, that just like truly make it like giant penny in Tyrannosaurus Rex in the cave. Yeah, like yeah. you're just going for the comic book that truthfully, like Marvel doesn't really do. It's like not entirely. They they dabble. Sometimes it feels full comic book, like uh, uh Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness felt like a full comic yeah. book, you know, yes. like yes. that just felt madcap and wild and all these things. But like most of the time. Like the MCU sits in this like strangely hyper realistic society and world where you're like the rivets on the Iron Man suit until it was nanotechnology, like felt like something real and everything like right, right. Even the way people's powers were explained and done and whatever else, they like trying to just like go for a sense of realism in, in some capacity, which is really a a reaction to the Nolan. Batman Begins, you know, Dark Knight. I know Iron Man Dark Knight came out in the same year, so obviously it's not a reaction to that. But, like, post-Dark Knight World, we went for realistic yeah. gritty for yeah. a long time. And uh, and I just like a, D- a bright and colorful DCU that is just like, yes, it's it's weird here. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would very much like that. I, I would like, yeah, I, I like what you're saying about Batman. We talked about Superman. Let's talk about Batman for a minute because I feel like that sort of going into the wacky side of Batman a little bit. Um, he's the greatest detective, but there's some wacky stuff mm-hmm. um, that, that goes along with him, like the giant penny, the dinosaur, and all, all that all that fun stuff. And I, I would love to see that. I would love to see, um, you know, all, all those, uh, yes, Man Bat and... and uh, everything that is slightly silly i i don't think we need to go full adam west full batman 66 no 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 but but um, but but you can nudge in that direction a little bit without it being you know batman forever i agree i think if there's a um there's a healthy divide of batman where there's like there's batman who's like dark and to be or not to be hamlet right there's like that version of batman which i think we're getting with robert pattinson that's the like Total tragic hero Batman 
um dark knight trilogy was tragic hero batman you know but there's like there is this line before you dip into adam west where there's just like a, ba- a bruce wayne who enjoys being batman like yes he's driven by the tragedy of his parents but there's also this like i've got a fam like i've i've got a made family um and and that like pushes him in a healthier direction and i think mm-hmm. that with the introduction of damien i feel like that's kind of where they want to go Gunn and Saffron said this is the start of the Bat family in the DCU that they feel has not been represented before. So, and that's to me like openly saying like, and they did say like, yes, superheroes already exist in this like trajectory of the world that we're that we're telling, and that Batman maybe is a little bit older than Superman in this version and whatever else, which of course we've seen before, which is fine, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, um, fine. But um, but like according to Peacemaker, Bat might exists already in this world and if he's yeah, like that. that if peacemaker counts then like so does batmite which means that it's a freaking weird world that batman inhabits and uh truthfully when he said grant more like grant morrison's run that's one of my favorites uh yeah in all of batman's comic history because there are certain like like nightfall is a fun story in concept but reading the whole thing through is kind of a slog you know um but Grant Morrison's run is not like from top to bottom. It's pretty. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, so I I like especially early in that. I like the tone that it 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 reads as. So I'm happy to see that. See that. I, I know they've done this in animation already, but you know we're we're talking about a multimedia universe that they're that they're putting together here, right? Which is a, a different a different mm-hmm. thing that we've not really seen before. But like, what about a like long Halloween? Uh, a prestige drama. Oh, I would love that. Like a, like a live action prestige. Live action, you know, 12 episodes uh, uh, Long Halloween. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Telling. You know, truthfully, I feel like the Long Halloween in in way, like, in a way it, more than uh, the DCU, it just like, that story is kind of ripe for the Batman. And yeah. not for, you know, like, uh, and not necessarily for um, the DCU, just like, of course, like I would love it if they were like, okay, now we did a Batman movie. We're definitely just doing a Batman show now. I'm like, great about time. Batman's built for TV. Like it's totally. absolutely possible on TV. I'm sorry if the Titans can run around on TV, like, or arrow or flash or anything like, there's no reason that Batman can't. If Superman yeah. can be on TV, there is no reason that Batman cannot be. Totally. Um, and so I, uh, the only thing with I think with is like adapting the, just the long Halloween and it just in of itself I feel like it's it's like tried and true and done like it, that, that's the hard part mm-hmm. about adapting a mystery in that yes. like I um I already know its conclusion which means that you're going to try to change it um which you know yeah. so like to something yeah. make something fair and not fair for the whole crowd and plus the Batman takes a lot of long halloween and that's true yeah puts it in yeah. there so i don't know but i i and out of an else worlds would would thrill me to see something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. um for yeah. sure yeah for sure um what about lesser heroes like what are your like like booster golds uh getting a show i know you're mm-hmm. a big you like booster gold i do yeah um do you like are there are there other stories from when you were really reading comics that you're like, 
oh yeah, I want to see that. Like I'd love to see eventually down the line some kind of 52 adaptation. Sure, yes, like, that would be very cool. That could also be a, a that'd be a great series. series. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's kind of too big to tell in a movie, but um I would love to see I had this thought that I would love to see a Green Arrow quiver story directed by Kevin Smith. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, direct his own like direct, direct his, his own yeah. work and yeah, absolutely. I think he could do it now too like i think that he's yeah, got enough totally he could yeah i mean he's obviously he's been directing enough for a long time but uh, you know but i and uh i think he puts himself his own self down you know at different points yeah, you know yeah. like i couldn't do that I'm like i'm pretty sure that he could I, I think he's he you know he's proven himself on the the you know dc the CW shows that he directed and he'll, he always says like, Oh, well, I just, you know, came in the, the, really the crew that's there does all the work. I just was the, you know, the guest, the guest for the week. But I, I agree with you. I don't think he gives himself enough credit. And I think he, he, he knows that he, you know, he knows that story inside out, obviously. Um, you know, he, I would love to see him bring that to the big screen. Um, so I think that's a great, a great story, mm-hmm. um, that I really love. Um, I'd love to see, um, I'd love to see some kind of a, you know, Blackest Night. I was going to um, say Blackest Night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... what what so truthfully, so remember the um so Green the Green Lantern show is supposed to have a central mystery that like spills into the rest of the yeah. the DCU. So what if it is Blackest Night? What if that's uh, you know cuz be... yeah. Mm. Cuz I'd be fantastic. I, one of the I remember in the book, one of the draws of Blackest Night was that, you know, like Bruce Wayne is dead. So like zombie Batman comes back and whatever else. And that to me isn't so much the draw as just the, I just something about the superheroes fighting zombies that I can just like get behind, you know, that is very fun for me. And, um, actually speaking of Elseworlds too, um, the, I don't know if you read it, but the, the new DC versus vampires, um, mm-hmm. uh, maxi series was great. It was so good, and I would love to see an Elseworlds something or animation. It was like really lends itself to yeah, that. Or how about a game? Or a game? Oh man, I would love that as a game because you can do whatever you want. Just like totally. whatever, anybody can be a vampire. It doesn't matter. It's not main continuity. Who cares? Totally. I'd love that. I'd love that mm-hmm. for sure. Give me a give me a Green Lantern Star Trek crossover uh, adaptation. <laughs> yeah, didn't they do that? Wasn't that a that, that was, was a comic. comic. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, Paramount might be uh, yeah. on board for something like that. I th- they feel game to do those types of things. I think I think Warner Brothers and Paramount are both equally desperate at this point. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, speaking, of, speaking of that, uh, apparently the Keanu sequel to Constantine has been canceled. Um, which doesn't shock me. I mean, the move that the first movie made less than a million dollars when it came out in 2005. Did it really make that little? It made like 75,000 in the U S yeah. And it made like 150 overseas. So it like, if, if the marketing was double the budget, like, you know, like they do that, then it like basically barely broke even like, and that's only because of the international market. So I could like, that felt like besides the Keanu, draw i feel like that's a bigger risk and if you're trying to establish new things don't don't throw like a different version of constantine into the mix yeah he's not a well enough established character to have two different versions running around yeah agreed if you're gonna go with that way um i would really like to see uh 
the Superman Batman adaptation, um, President Luther. Um, oh yes, like the giant meteor, like all of that. I think the, I I think what I think what the DCU or DCEU really lacked, which the MCU even actually does lack in its own way, is like small character moments and small character interactions. And like some movies have them for sure, and you can see them in some ways. But like we we've talked about this before that like. Steve Rogers and Tony Stark never really felt like friends. They felt like colleagues that yeah. like, tolerated one another. And I, I, one of the strengths of the justice league, I think like it, or just the, the DCU is that they like all get along. Like my friend pointed out, my friend Bobby pointed out, like he texted me just a couple of days ago. And he was like, do you think we'll see green lanterns famous chili in the DCU? <laughs> like, he, uh, yeah. yeah and like, that. that's, yeah, that's like a thing. Like, do you think that'll like, is that the kind of like universe that we're, yeah. we're heading into? And I kind of hope that it is. I do too. The only time we really saw that in the MCU was like an age of Ultron, when they're sitting around drinking and and you know trying to lift Mjolnir and all that stuff, sure, you know, yeah, that's, that's a great that's scene. A, yeah, that's, yeah, it's one of the best scenes in the whole the whole franchise. Yeah, um, because of that, you know, we've always said that some of our favorite stuff is superheroes sitting around talking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, something like that, bringing more of that tone to the DC. That's a very DC type of interaction that we saw there among those characters right that's totally like uh the justice league on the satellite like like uh after hours mm -hmm. <laughs> um hanging out um i would i would love love to see that i would love to see uh uh somehow let's bring the uh justice league unlimited episode double date to the big screen yeah uh, mm -hmm. yeah you know like yeah. that kind of stuff mm-hmm yeah, well, actually, I was wondering, like, do you think that Booster Gold show will eventually get to, um, like, a little story that's, like, the greatest hero you've never heard of from the Justice League animated, uh, you yeah. know, where, like, everything's happening around them and he's just on crowd control, but yes, he actually saves the day. Great story. It is yeah. a great story. Yeah. You know, um, a, a Booster Gold show could be sort of a backdoor into a sort of Justice League Unlimited style show where it's like, let's tell the story. Like, what if Booster Gold is sort of the POV character and it's him interacting with all the other lesser known, you know, The Question and all these other oh, uh, sure. heroes. Mm -hmm. you know, that would be great. Uh, him just sort of rubbing elbows with them and the adventures that they go on. Um, that could be a really, actually a really, really well done story. Maybe sort of anthology style um you know, a bunch of different stories being told mm -hmm. in that in that universe, and the only common thread is that Booster Gold is is involved. Um, yeah, you could do you could do a lot of really interesting stuff with that. Yeah, especially since he's a uh, well can time travel doesn't he really, can not, time travel, really consider so you could him just a, have him you yeah could have him and Skeets jumping around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really wouldn't consider him a time traveler so much as somebody who has time traveled. He right? fell bass backwards into time travel. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. That's a perfect way of putting it. Um, I lost my train of thought. Now I'm thinking about trains. Now I'm thinking about Murder on the Orient Express. Um, now I'm thinking about what movie do you think Kenneth Branagh would direct in the DCU? <laughs> well, that goes back to you to be or not to be Batman. Yeah, uh... he'd be. Yeah, yeah, he could do it. I, yeah, for sure. He could definitely do that. 
Yeah, see, now that's a tough question, right? What it would Kenneth Branagh direct? Question. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, yeah, he likes a good. Oh, you know what I want to see? No, get out of here, everybody! I want to see Kenneth Branagh direct um, Identity Crisis. That's what I want to see. Ooh. That's what I want to see. Less, uh, you know, woman in the refrigerator identity crisis. Like, you know, yes. like, you yes. know, change, you know, if you have to change some, you know, change some things to make it more appropriate for sure. today's audience, I'd be fine for that. But I think the the central idea of like the a non superhero member of the community gets murdered. And the superhero community goes yeah, nuts over good. that. That's good. I would like that story. There's some really great moments in Identity Crisis. Like I think the um, Justice League battling death, like just Deathstroke taking on the Justice League. Like you know when he like steps out of the doorway, and I think it's yep. the calculator or whatever is like, yeah, I, I hired him. Like that yeah. is seared into my brain. Like he just like yeah. annihilates them, and I, I think that was actually my introduction to that character. I think that might be why it's so seared in my brain. That's probably the first death stroke I've ever I ever saw. And I'm thinking of Kevin Ke- Kenneth Branagh's take on like the Doctor Light stuff and that like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it's a heavy story. It's a heavy story, and I, I certainly wouldn't mind them like changing like mm, some of the Doctor Light stuff. And they would you need know, to change some of it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Which I'm. That's not the stuff that I particularly care for in the story. I just like the central mystery of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the, the that's the the core of it, and the rest is, is yeah. negotiable. Mm-hmm. What I think I spoilers for Identity Crisis. If you want to skip forward like uh like ten seconds, but like I just like that it's really it's a personal story, even in in the murder. Of it, and it's like not like it's not as big as everyone thinks it is, and that's that's uh, what really draws me to that. It's just wonderful. Um, but Frank, we're out of time, um, so I'm sure we could uh, we could continue this at another time. Other other stories that we would like to see adaptated, adaptated, which is a made up word, but I'm going to keep Ad- using adaptationalized. it. Adaptationalized, yeah. What a majestical word, Frank. Um, but uh, where can the people find us? Online. Well, aren't you just, you know, full of sass tonight? Like, what are you reading? Words. Words. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Uh, Food. Food. Dinner. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find us at BeerWithGeeks.com or any podcast app uh, of your choice. If you're listening to us in that app, go ahead and hit subscribe or go ahead and leave us a rating or review in that app right now. Um, That means a whole lot to us and helps the show get discovered. You can also tell a friend uh, about the show. Uh, and you can email us at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com uh, and find our other shows at uh, thoughtbubbleaudio.com. And if you'd like to really support us, you can uh, go over to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio and support us there. Very well said, Frank. As always, a pleasure chatting with you. And I, of course, hope to talk to you soon. So cheers. Cheers. <laughs>